Hello and welcome to the first official episode of the Halloween Wolf podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. Because I ain't going to lie to you. Saying that sounded so good to hear the Halloween Wolf podcast. Oh my gosh. This podcast has been an idea of mine for better half than a better than a year and a half now. Who am I? I'm your host, Nick Piper. I figured we start this podcast off as a little introduction of myself, a little background about myself, you know, my journey to becoming an artist or a photographer, however you want to look at it. If I take you all back to a time when I was a kid, (laughs) so many, many moons ago, I always loved art. I always appreciated art. I didn't always realize I loved photography, but I always knew I loved art. It started off with a love for music, singing music, appreciating music, just making beats with like my hands, taps. I always had to have sounds. I loved sounds. Now I couldn't play an instrument worth of shit, if I'm being honest, but I can sing a little, believe it or not. But my love for music has always been there. It still actually is there today. I absolutely love music. I think a world without music is a world that I would never want to live in or ever be a part of. Music makes this world fun. It makes, you know, I look at it like this. If you're watching a film, right? Sure, you could say it's shot beautifully or that was a great scene, but music, sound, brings it all together. And I've always loved that about music. I've always idolized musicians. I think it's unbelievable that they're that talented. They can do things like that. I have friends that are musicians and it's amazing. But that's when I was a kid, I thought music was awesome. I still, like I said, I still love music. But then if I continue down that journey, I fell in love with cooking. I absolutely love cooking. Still to this day, I love cooking. And if I'm going to toot my own horn here, I do have some witnesses that would agree with me. I'm a pretty damn good chef. Now, I am no restaurant cook. I am no Michelin star cook. If I did, I wouldn't have a a podcast about photography and art, but I can cook. I can grow up a good steak. You know, I make some good things. My my problem is I don't make anything healthy. That's (laughs) That's kind of a red flag of mine. But when I was a kid, I loved cooking. I thought it was amazing. Like you mean to tell me like I can combine all these different things, different ingredients and make something awesome and make something that tastes good. How freaking cool is that? It's amazing. But that only lasted and filled that void in me for so long. And by I say void, if you're an artist, you kind of know what I'm talking about. You have this like it's almost like a black hole. It eats at you and eats at you and eats at you until like you feed it what you're craving. And as an artist, you're craving that art. There's something about art to an artist that you're just so passionate. You love it that you like mentally and physically need it. And that's what I, you know, called the void or the black hole. But as a kid, I didn't realize that. I didn't understand what this was. I just thought that, you know, I'm a kid. I'm going through the ropes. I just wanted to learn everything. It wasn't until, believe it or not, probably like fifth grade that I realized how cool it was to take photos, how awesome it was to be able to freeze time. I thought I was a superhero. The coolest freaking thing ever, right? You could freeze time. 
but I never took it seriously, I guess. I kind of just enjoyed it. It was cool. Something to do. Love taking family photos, all that good jazz. But then I discovered something about myself. I actually have a photographic memory. And I think that's why I started to fall in love with photography because I was able to freeze time, but I was able to remember that moment in my brain and go back on it, which I thought was unbelievable to a point where I have family that lives in upstate New York. And when I was a kid, my parents were, you know, we're going up there to visit. My parents drove us up there and they're like, I don't remember if we go right or left. Now bear with me. This is the time before, you know, there was GPS on the smartphones. Um, and our, our GPS, like actual unit that you plugged into the car was malfunctioning, which it, it always did. And we didn't have maps. And me as like a little 10 year old knew, oh, we go right. And I was right. And my parents asked me, how did you know that? And I said, I don't know. I just, I just knew it. I just remember seeing that mountain. I just knew it. And that was so awesome. It wasn't though, which is a little sad, it wasn't until high school that I realized how much I loved photography and actually wanted to do this. So now in the beginning, I told you I loved music, I loved cooking, I loved photography. I still love all those three things. Still loved all those three things at that time. But I didn't really know what I wanted to do with myself yet. And unfortunately in high school, we're tasked with this impossible decision, right? Of saying, I want to do this for the rest of my life, which is crazy. But I took a high school photography class and honestly, I just took it because I figured it'd be fun. I was like, screw it. This could be a good time. That teacher, I do not think, because I never told them, completely changed my life. But I didn't realize it in that moment. I realize it now, but in that moment, I just thought I was having fun with some buddies of mine taking some photos. But the things I learned in that photography class was just unbelievable. And the way he taught it was just unbelievable. And he made it fun, which is sad to look back now because I knew in that moment in my heart, this is what I wanted to do, but I was too scared to answer that call. I just kept pushing that black hole, that void down because I didn't want to answer it because I didn't think there was a way to do this and be successful and actually, you know, make money to start a family and all that stuff. But spoiler alert, it is, we can go into that more later date, but this high school class was unbelievable. But at the time I really loved science. I still love science as well. I think science is so freaking cool. And I decided outside of high school that I wanted to become a pharmacist. I thought that was super awesome. I thought, you know, being able to help people with their pain was just such a cool thing. So long story short, I was in pharmacy school and it was only, you know, granted it was only my you know first or second year. I can't exactly remember, but I was in pharmacy school and I actually was going through a really rough time and I needed an outlet between school, personal life, you know, et cetera. And I needed an outlet. I needed something to help me fill this darkness that was going around me because to be completely honest with you, I'm a very positive guy. I look at life that, you know, everything is happens for a reason. And I think there's a lot more good in this world than bad. And I'm sure I'll get some hate for that, but it's way more, it's easier to smile than it, than it is to frown, right? Let's be honest. It's easier to smile. So 
I bought my first ever digital camera and, you know, I dropped some good money into it, got a good lens and I took pictures of everything, man, everything, you name it. That camera went with me everywhere. And like, I was known as the person like, oh yeah, Nick's bringing his camera. Nick has his camera. Nick's doing this. Nick's doing that. And I realized that this was my passion. All of a sudden, that black hole, that void that was in my stomach, in in me, was starting to get filled. And I couldn't, I couldn't explain it. I was like, what's going on? Like, this is crazy. Like, you know, I was happy. I was, you know, f- I don't want to say feeling myself, but like, you know, for a lack of a better term, like I was really vibing with it. I loved it, loved it. And I decided that life is so short. I want to be happy. I don't want to be miserable. You know, I was working at a pharmacy at the time and, you know, shout out to Rite Aid. Those guys, I love, love, love everybody I worked with there. You know who you are, loved you guys. But I realized it's not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So being a pharmacy student, how do I now sit down with my parents and tell them that, hey, listen, I knew I was in a great career that I was going to make over six figures with guaranteed money. Yeah, I'm actually going to drop out and become a photographer and maybe go to photography school. Anybody who's listening knows that's a crazy conversation to have. Luckily, I have some awesome parents and they were extremely understanding and they're like, it is your, that's your dream. Do it, do it. Go ahead. Enjoy life. It's your life. We just want to make sure you can be successful. I came at them with so many facts and so many like almost PowerPoint slides of things that I could do to make sure that they knew that I could make money. And they were like, do it. Absolutely. Follow your dream. Literally that like next week I dropped out of pharmacy school quote and switched to a design major because unfortunately that's all the school offered. I started taking photography classes. I started taking art classes. I loved it. It was amazing. It was so unbelievable. So yeah, it was unbelievable. It was absolutely amazing. During that time that I decided to drop out of pharmacy school, I created my own photography company. It is called Wolfpack Studios. Hence why this podcast is called the Howling Wolf Podcast because it's all on brand and we love a good branding. Let's be honest, we're artists. We love it. And I started shooting engagements and yeah, started shooting engagements, portraits, anything I could. And it's been really, really great. I've had a fantastic support system. My cousin, which I don't, I like to say he knows how much this meant to me. Um, I know he's definitely going to listen to this too. For Christmas one year, we do a secret Santa and he got me. And this was my first year of really taking photography serious. He's a computer, I don't even know, computer science kind of guy. He works for a great company, great job, works on computers. Anyway, he made my first ever website as a Christmas gift for me. He got me some other things too, but he built a website from scratch and put my work on it. Somehow, I don't even know how he got my work, if I'm being honest with you. I couldn't even tell you because he didn't ask me for it. So I'm not really sure how he got it, but he made a website for me. And it was, that was one of the 
best Christmas gifts ever. Cause I realized in that moment, like my support system of, is this a crazy dream? Yes. Can it be done? Absolutely. And I had a whole support system. that was like, go do it. We support you. Your work is amazing. We love you. And that like, that goes down as one of, if not the best Christmas gift ever, it's easily in my top three. And I don't even think I ever told him that <laughs> we talk pretty much probably once a week, never told him that. So shout out to Greg. If Greg, I know you're listening. So thank you. <laughs> Cause that was one of the best Christmas gifts ever, but yeah, it was unbelievable. But I figured now let's talk a little bit more about photography. Now that you guys kind of know a little bit more about me, um, for photography, I've said it, I'll say it again. I shoot everything. I have definitely gone through different niches of photography. I would say I started off, loved landscapes, thought it was the coolest thing ever. Loved it. Loved taking, you know, it's God's canvas, right? It's unbelievable. Now I would say I'm more portrait based. I did fall into a street photography kick for a while, but now I'm definitely more portrait based. There's something about enhancing people's like eyes. Oh my God. I love it. Like when someone has like crystal blue eyes, you throw it in Lightroom, you know, put a little iris enhance on it. Or if you want to do it yourself, you know, throw in multiple different brushes, which I would do personally. I do a sharpen brush around the iris. I do a clarity brush around the pupil and then I do a saturation brush, you know, as well to enhance that color. That's what I love to do. Quick and easy little iris enhance. Amazing. But to be able to see how clear the eyes are, like, you know, the eyes, in my opinion, is the window to the soul. And it's just, I love it. I love seeing, you know, people's reaction when they look at the photos and like, oh my God, like I didn't even realize my eyes were like that. And now I'm not saying I go into Photoshop and I change the color and I truly enhance them. No, I work with what I got, which I use those brushes to just enhance the eyes to what they naturally should be by my eyes looking at their eyes. But if I look at my eyes in a reflection or in a photo, I'm not going to see that without a little enhancing because cameras, newsflash, are not as good as your eyes. So that's why I've right now I'm really into portraits, but I still love street photography. I still love landscapes. I'm an artist, so I just create. I don't like to fall into that Oh, portraits. I only do portraits. No, I am not that photographer. I shoot everything. I've recently gotten into sports heavily, you know, things like that. I absolutely love it. But engagement shoots are still my, one of my favorite things to do. It's unbelievable to capture a couple in love. You know, it, it's just, there's nothing better. Now, weddings, on the other hand, hate them. Not a fan of weddings at all. I will do weddings. Don't get me wrong. I will do them. And I do enjoy doing them. I don't want to say hate them, hate them, because, you know, I do enjoy them. But just the amount of pressure that there are on weddings and like, it's just not fun. And if, if anybody who's been around the block once or twice could tell you that weddings are, it is a great starting point. I would highly recommend people to do it because you, you need to learn from them. But personally, it's just not my cup of tea. I do know some wedding photographers. They love it. It's their life. They're very successful. Power to them. Let them have it, you know, cause I don't want it right now. It's not me, but yeah, you know, 
photography is awesome, but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I started this podcast. You know, I'm glad we could sit here and talk, you know, hopefully you guys do, or if you're driving or whatever, well, if you're driving, drive safe, let's be honest. But if you're talking, you know, reach out my DMs at Wolfpack underscore studio 24, reach out, let's have a conversation. Um, the last little thing I want to go over here is why I started this podcast. I started this podcast in the direction that I see this podcast going. I started this podcast because I wanted in my own life, I wanted something that I could listen to a photography podcast that I could listen to and learn about photography. Because if any artist tells you that they know everything, they're lying to you. I promise. Because as artists, as people, we are always learning and we're always adapting. So I wanted a way where I could listen to something and just learn a thing or two about something that I love to do and something that I get paid to do. But I also wanted it to be a little bit more than that because not everybody loves photography. And I wanted to showcase the creative lifestyle. I wanted to showcase that it's possible. It's hard, but it's possible. You can do it. I said in the in like the trailer that you know all you have to do is just start, right? There's one side that thinks creative lifestyle and you know quote unquote being a influencer that word's terrible, but or an artist that you don't really work. It's easy. It's it's fairy tale. You know, you don't know what it's like to, you know, stress about work or, you know, how hard it is to get up in the morning and work a nine to five or, you know, all the meetings and stuff like that. Newsflash, being an artist, in my opinion, is 10 times more stressful because we're only good, right? We're only as good as our last creative idea. If we run out of ideas, of fresh ideas, we are no longer have a means. We no longer have a means to produce work and get paid for it. See what I'm saying? Where if you work a regular nine to five job, you have job stability. As artists, we're only as good as our last creative idea. But that does not mean that we don't have job stability because we do. And there's a lot of jobs out there that absolutely will give you the job stability. You just have to find it and you have to work towards it. But now there's the other side, right? There's the other side of it's it's too hard. There's too saturated. I'm never going to be noticed. I'm never going to get a job. I'm not good enough. I don't even know where to start. That to me, that side is even worse than the other side because that side is you're avoiding and ignoring that void inside you that black hole that needs to be fed, you're, you're just completely ignoring it. And if you're an artist going through that, you need to fill it and you need to feed it because if not, you're never truly going to be happy in what you do. And here's the hot tip. You just have to start, put something out there. That's all you need to do. I started with a stock camera and a stock lens. If you're a photographer, you know that's not a great setup, but you work towards getting that expensive gear because at the end of the day, it's the photographer, not the gear. Now, yes, 
to a certain point, right? Definitely if you're a photographer, invest in pro glass. It definitely helps. It makes your life easier. But if you are truly, truly, truly a good artist, you can make do with what you have. And that's the point. You just need to start, even if it's on your phone, just go out there, curate something and post it. Don't just create something because if you just create something, you're still not feeding that void because all you're doing is, yes, is it a start? Absolutely. Do I think it's a good start to just go create something for yourself? Yes. But eventually you have to get over the fear that you're not good enough and post it to Instagram, to YouTube, to Vero, to whatever, and just post it. That's what I'm doing with this podcast is I was scared to start this podcast because I thought, who the hell wants to listen to Nick Piper? Who the hell, who am I to tell you things about photography? Who am I to give you advice? But why wouldn't I start this podcast? I'm a creative. I wanted to be creative. I wanted to stretch my creative, you know, limits. I wanted to see if I can do it. Why not? Let's have some fun with it, right? So with that being said, in this podcast, there will be interviews. So bear with me. You won't always just have to listen to me talk. <laughs> there will be interviews where I'm bringing some friends from musicians to graphic designers, cooking, streamers, YouTubers, you know, videographers, photographers, etc. Art is so subjective and art is such a big umbrella that I think people need to understand that you can be and you can be a creative and also enjoy a creative lifestyle and feed that void, right? And it's it's possible. I work with people that are like that who do it on the side and things like that. And that is okay too. There's so many different avenues that you could go like with this creative life. And I just want people to get out there and just create something. I also just want to build this awesome art community where, you know, we're a wolf pack. We're as strong as the strongest member and we're as weak as the weakest link. And we can hold each other accountable to let's just create some stuff. This world, I started this podcast and said this, world without music is a world I do not want to listen to, listen to, live in. But in reality, a world without art is the most boring and depressing world there could be. If you take art away, how do people express themselves? How do people enjoy themselves? See what I'm saying? So just get out there, create something, and have fun doing it. Till next time, remember, wolves howl louder in a pack. Welcome to the wolf pack.